following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Let's talk, but no politics okay. Proudly dedicates all episodes to the loving memory of Constance Chirac, who was one of the biggest supporters of the show. And we like to say thank you for everything that you have done. Excuse me, is this the line to listen to the new episode of Let's Talk But No Politics Okay on the BICBP Radio Network? Oh, it is? Okay, I hope it's not going to take too long. Um, do you know who's sponsoring them? Oh, I see it right there. Coming this fall. R2-D2, what are you doing? Ah, oh, Mad Droid! Mad Droid! The news is out and everyone's excited. Droids are with us. Saturdays this fall. You'll love it! Hello everybody and welcome back another episode of Let's Talk No Politics, okay? I'm your host, Andrew Lenz, and today is uh, a solo episode. I'm going to try and maybe do a little bit more of these. It's getting harder to kind of find guests and get everything going, so I kind of did my own little journey, like if you followed the bonus episodes with the ING's Top 100 NES Games of All Time. So this journey... I wanted to go on with everything going on in the world of Star Wars. It got me thinking about a cartoon series, Droid. And I wanted to look back on this Star Star Wars cartoon that I remember watching. This is before Clone Wars and everything else. This is end of Return of the Jedi type era. And this is starring, you know, everybody's favorite droid duo of C-3PO and R2-D2. And I remember having some of the toys and watching some of the episodes, but I don't remember it fully. And this, it was a weird time because, like I said, the original Star Wars trilogy ended. uh, Let's see, Return of the Jedi ended in 83. I do believe this came out in 85. I will verify that as I get more into the show. So this is what we we had for new Star Wars. You know, today we have the Mandalorian and the Bad Batch and Clone Wars and Kenobi's coming out and all this great kind of Star Wars other than those sequel, you know, trilogy type things. You know, this is, it, it's all been pretty, pretty good. And this is what I remember we we had as kids so the question is was droids as good as i remember uh as a kid or was it just another saturday morning cartoon following the same old formula that made you want to buy the toys and you know it's star wars so it's a known property so is this just made you want to go do this so let's dive into droids a show that is, it used to be canon, but Disney said no to that. As you know, Disney kind of got rid of some things, and that's why we have Legends as well. So, a little feedback behind Droids. It only lasted one season, 13 episodes, and one special. It aired on ABC, and it aired from September 7th, 1985 to June 7th, 1986. And this takes place four years after Revenge of the Sith, 15 years 
before New Hope. This is where it gets weird. We remember at the end of Revenge of the Sith, droids getting handed over to Captain Antilles. But that was after (laughs) this this droid, so that's kind of how it goes. Anthony Daniels does reprise his role, though, as C-3PO. And the way that it starts out, Episode 1, once again, they're being jettisoned into a desert of Ingo, and they meet up with not even their speed, their speeder racers. So this is kind of where you get into kind of like that pod racing thing I could see where Lucas kind of tapped into of that nature, and thou Jobat becomes their new master and and this is where it comes into what the book of boba fett and kind of like the mandalorian were doing where they were going into not so much what was going on with the empire but uh well those are kind of after the empire's fallen but into that underworld of star wars that we got a small glimpse of in the original trilogies when you were talking about Han Solo, Jabba the Hutt, things of that nature. And that's where these guys get into play as they run into a gang ran by Sis from, but his son Tig is kind of taking over things. These are kind of the villains at this point. These two are trying to overthrow other gangsters like Jabba and everybody else to rule the galaxy in the underworld and in this first episode it's not it's not too unbearable to watch but it's not it's not the best they try and bring back some star wars nostalgia because one of their the speed racers friends gets kidnapped by tigana's joy army and all of a sudden jord has a lightsaber doesn't look very much like a lightsaber it looks more like the dark saber so it's not doesn't look like your standard one and he mentions that oh it just got left behind and one of the speeders he was fixing so the first four episodes is just jord and his friends with c3po and r2d2 facing off against this gangsters and that are trying to take over the whole galaxy of this underworld by the end of the fourth i mean by the fourth episode we have boba fett another familiar face you could see them trying to bring in something like i said some type of star wars you know nostalgia to get you go back and think and we get to see boba boba fett and he's talking to sis and tig saying there's a bounty on your head but if everything goes, I'll work for you, but everything goes awry, you're going back with us to go see Java. And what do you think happens? There you go. Also at this time, Jordan and his friend, they win the big race. Or Jordan Tal, sorry, Tal is, uh, is the master. They win this big race. They get offered this job for some racing company. But the way the company policy works, you can't bring droids along. So they decide that they're not going to take it. C-3PO and R2-D2 overhear this. And they're like, hey, we just got to leave. 
We're just we're we're bouncing. We won't tell anybody. We're not going to hold our friends back. And they just go. Boom. Done. Over with. Out of there. So all of a sudden we see in the next episode, episode five, they get a new master. And this is the common theme throughout the whole entire thing. They go about four or five episodes and then it's a new master all the way to the end. And they meet up with Jan Tosh. Uh, and they, this is kind of where it gets into like, they I think they try and tap into a life lesson. This first episode, they meet a mysterious alien disguised as a droid who is captured by this crime lord. And they kind of get him at auction and everything else. And then they find out that he is a prince of a planet and somebody took over. So they take him there. He gets his rightful spot on the throne. Jan stays with them, but then we get into pirates, and we get into the pirate Kai Bo Ren. Yes, you heard me right. Kai Bo Ren. Sounds a little familiar from something we know now, and this is just that comical back and forth. We do see glimpses of the Empire in here as Kai Bo kind of joins forces with the Empire, but it's not what you expect. Stormtroopers don't have blasters. They have sticks that shoot lasers. And the you, you don't see any Darth Vader. You don't see the Emperor. You don't see Grand Moff Tarkenton. You just there's just this guy with an eye patch and he's not very cool and he talks with a gravelly gravelly voice. Not what we see today with like Grand Admiral Thrawn and like I said Grand Moff Tarkenton. He's very calculated kind of elegant, well-read, stoic-type characters. This guy's just some guy that talks like this, and he's got an eye patch, and he's gravelly. Didn't even bother to learn his name, because at this point, I'm still thinking, okay, when are we going to get another master or something? But that kind of joins him with Kaibo Ren. Like I said, it's just, it's a lot, it's a lot of wackiness at this point. And then all of a sudden, they learn that in the episode nine, they learn that uh, Jan has been accepted into the Space Academy. Now, looking at things and doing research, they say the Imperial Space Academy, but nobody, he doesn't really state it in the show from what I can see. But if he's going to the Imperial Space Academy, how come R2D2 and C3PO aren't like, dude, you really want to do that? Because we just kind of fought off with the Empire a little bit with this whole Kaibo Ren thing. So right there, I don't know. If it's the Imperial, it's just kind of magic. I know it's a cartoon. It's a cartoon. So Jan goes off, and then all of a sudden episode 10 starts, and they got a new master, Imango, who is looking for powerful rune stones. And they don't tell you how how Mongo got him, anything like that. It's just they're they're just there. They just became there, and th- that goes on until they get into you know trying to find the rune stones, which they never really do, and that is. 
10 through 13 is just them searching for the runestones, kind of going back and forth with the Empire and everything else. Now we get into the special, the Great Heap, which I don't know if this is supposed to be a prequel or a sequel. Because in this, it, this is probably the best one of anything. Uh, this droid called the Great Heap goes down to this planet, builds this like giant moisture evaporator that sucks away all the moisture. So that way, it's, uh, you know, can the people will die of thirst and everything else. And they're mining this new rare fuel that Mongols found while he was on there. And now that I'm looking more into this, it looks like this is a prequel because it says C-3PO and R2-D2 travel to Bitru with their new mast. Oh, no, it's it's a sequel. But in in this whole entire thing, what got me away from this storyline of the droids going from background characters, as I felt in a lot of this, and I'll get into that more towards my end rambling just to give it to you, is... Mongol doesn't know who R2-D2 is, but if they're masters or still don't know if it's a prequel or sequel, this is crazy, but he didn't know who R2-D2 was. But this one was pretty interesting because the Empire is involved with the Great Heap, and that was the interesting part of it because when I first saw it, I thought the Great Heap was just this own single entity that came to the planet. And the way that it starts off is very Transformers movie-esque, where the ship comes and then this green lush planet turns into pretty much a desert, because like I said, the moisture is gone. Reminds me of the beginning of Transformers the movie from 1986, where, you know, there's Unicron coming. So, that was interesting. But, this is probably the best one, is the great heap out of anything no so coming to just my absolute conclusion of droids in these 13 episodes along with the one special is this was not good at all i you're trying to take two i feel supporting characters and putting them into a starting role or saying this is what happened during their whole, you know, time period between these two movies, which Revenge of the Sith, I don't, probably was thought of, but wasn't even made at this point. So, like I said, the, the changing of the Masters every three to four episodes gets very annoying. You can't take these guys and, and use them in this way. The way that I look at this show ultimately is it's like if you were watching A New Hope or Empire Strikes Back and you didn't concentrate on anything cool or anything going on with, you know, Vader and Luke or Obi-Wan and Vader and those whole dynamics going on and you just concentrate on C-3PO and R2-D2. Doesn't make that great. Those are not great movies in my mind. Not great movies at all. And this is what that pretty much accomplished, is 
it's it's bad in that sense. I can understand where you were coming from because these are probably the most two child-friendly characters. I know there was an Ewok series. I I don't remember watching that too much, so maybe that's something I'll take a look at. That actually ran for two seasons compared to this one season and one special. But that's that's what it is. Is it's not it 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 just doesn't work out. Doesn't work at all. And I could see what you were doing, but it doesn't bring any characters. Maybe they could have ran into somebody else. They don't show Job of the Hut. And what's easier than doing with Job of the Hut than, you know, a drawing or anything of that nature? They really don't act, you know, just capture what we see today with with Clone Wars and the Bad Batch and things like that, where they can develop these new characters that some of us don't have a connection with, but we develop the connection through the little Easter eggs and things of that nature, like Bad Batch with Saul Guerrera and um, with the whole Camino thing. I don't, I did not grow an attachment to any of their new masters. It made C-3PO way more annoying. I think one episode you see R2-D2 dancing, like literally dancing, splitting his legs and everything else. And this is just cheesy Saturday morning nonsense. I mean, if you want to go through, watch them, yeah, go through and do it. But this is not, I'm glad this is one time I'm glad Disney was like, listen, this is not canon. This is not canon at all anymore because it's bad. It, Like I said, it's it goes from first episode, hey, we're going to give you that nostalgic moment in Star Wars where they have a life, lightsaber that somebody just left behind. That was the dumb part. And we're going to bring in Boba Fett. And we're going to talk about Jabba the Hutt to let's teach them Saturday morning lessons, to let's not do that. And it's just all over the place, from fighting gangsters to pirates to trying to foil the, not even foil the Empire, to try and beat the Empire to capture powerful runestones. I cannot recommend this show. It is bad. I do not. It's not good. And come to find out that they made a computer game released in 1988 for the Z ZX Spectrum, Amstrad, CPC, and Commodore 64. It's it's bad. And I know there was to a toy line in 85. Oh, man. I was really having high hopes for this because this was a cool nostalgic moment in my childhood. And it just didn't past the way that I wanted it to. Oh, man. So short. But, like I said, I think I might want to try and start doing, you know, every month or every couple of months looking back on these single-season cartoons that I hold so fondly, you know, one or two cartoons, and see what we can, what we can find and see if they are what we remember as, uh, my friend Chris Chavez says, looking through them through rose-colored glasses. And this one, this one was bad. But I would have to say, on the bright side, 
the theme song is sung by a member of the police and is a really, really great. Uh, I'm going to try and include that in the outro of this, so please hold on. And with that being said, thank you for listening to my rant on Droids, the cartoon series. And remember to catch new episodes of Let's Talk But No Politics Okay every Sunday on the BICBP Radio Network. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, go to the YouTube channel, subscribe, Let's Plays, uh, tiering videos, me talking about ING's top 100 NES games of all time. Great there. And remember to go check out Facebook page as well for great content as well. And with that being said, I am your host, Andrew Lenz, and good morning, good afternoon, and good night.